This podcast is brought to you by the badasses over at Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Drown ideology in beer. I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. All right, welcome everybody to another Drink of Ages radio show. Hope everybody's having a great night. Hope everybody's drinking some good beers like we do here every week. Sitting at Drink of Ages Pub, 1005 Wall Drive. I'm your host, John Denman. My producer, DJ Muskratch, is the one that puts all the badass music in and out of the segments. And, uh, man, we've got a great show tonight. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on in Houston. Uh, several anniversaries, so we're going to be talking about those. Uh, for one... Uh, our guest tonight, let's go ahead and get to it, is Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. They have their five-year anniversary coming up, and we have Razul and Troy going to be hanging out a little later in the show. And for anyone familiar with any of the other shows we've done with Razul and Troy, they are a good time. And then our music guest tonight is Badass Band, The Brooms. Uh, you'll hear their music throughout the show in between segments, and then they'll be on at the end to talk about their debut album coming out and everything else. But um, before we get to our guest that's in the studio or in the pub right now, I have to mention our show sponsor, which is Sierra Nevada, their Tropical Torpedo. And that one you can find out right now. Torpedo is one of my favorite beers of all times. And... They took this one, added a lot more hops. You get the aromas of mango, papaya, passion fruit, 6.7%, so a little bit lower ABV than normal torpedo, but it's delicious. Go out there and find some. We have it here in the pub. Stop by. Get a pint to go now from the pub. But uh, our guest, our guest is hanging out now across the table. My buddies from Humble, the Hop Stop. <laughs> sorry. Don's, Don all of a sudden, she's getting ready for this. We have, we have Don and Rick Tyler. What's going on, y'all? Hey, guys. Thanks for having us, John. Man, it's always always fun. Uh, Rick was on. It's been a few months since you were on, but we we had a pretty solid night up here at the pub. Oh, yeah. Buffalo, or uh, I'm sorry, Brazos Valley Brewing was in the house that night. It's always dangerous. Yes, sir, it is. Always dangerous, but a good time. And yeah, yeah. So sometimes, sometimes show nights run a lot longer than they than they usually do. And that was one of those nights that it went much later than it probably should have. But it was a good time, and it was definitely good to have you guys back. You guys, uh, the Hop Stop, which a lot of people are familiar with now. You guys are sitting in Humble, right there off First Street by Houston Avenue. If you've ever been to Humble, you know, or been through there, you know the Artesian Well, which was always something that was cool that they had in Humble. Except for, I think like eight years ago, they said, "Do not drink out of this well." Yeah. Or something. But oh, it smells real pretty. I would imagine it does. I don't. I don't even think it's really an Artesian Well anymore. I think they're just pumping whatever water is running through the pipes at the moment. But uh, you know, it's a, it a cool little spot. But you guys are right there by the old homebrew store behind Grandma's Tamales. The Hop Stop, badass place for the north side of town to get some excellent beers. You got great beers on tap. Let's talk about it for a little bit. So you guys are coming up to your one-year anniversary. Uh, yes, we are, and actually looking forward to it. Uh, we always had a feeling that that area needed, you know, 
place to get growlers filled, a place to find rare beers, a place to go try three or four or five local breweries without having to drive around the city. And, you know, we've, we've seen a positive response in the first year. It's been really nice to see. And we're really looking forward to year number two and going to kick it off with a great party on the 28th. Yeah, every time I go up there, um, which I try to make it up there, you know, at least once a month, sometimes I may go because I don't get to humble very often. And if I do, it's something real specific because my mom still lives there. So it's it's uh, going to my mom's house for something. And stopping by the hop stop before I go to mom's house might not be the best idea. <laughs> so, or th- it might be the best idea. Or, well, <laughs> we did it last weekend. Well, not mom's house, but we did go by B-52 for their event with Brash. And then we went over to Copperhead. For the King of Terrors, which is absolutely phenomenal. Oh, and it's then I went to my grandma's house for her birthday. So by the time I got to grandma's house, <laughs> I was I was in great shape. Nice. Really good shape. But uh, So, yeah, I tried to make it by there. And you guys always have a good crowd. Good crowd of people hanging out inside, outside. Have we a great crowd. Yeah, we do have a great crowd. Um, I think it's an eclectic group of people, honestly. It really is. Yeah. From... from just old enough to drink to pilots to, to yeah. <laughs> a lot of pilots we actually have quite a few um what are the guys the, the baggage handlers from the tarmac that come in yeah well. and 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 i was gonna say the the people that man the flights in the oh, air oh, oh yeah we air traffic controllers become, yeah thank you we have now become the favorite watering hole of air traffic controllers <laughs> as well you ever just listen do you ever have a couple air traffic controllers hanging out by each other and they just start, or or even better, if you get a pilot and an air traffic controller when they've been drinking, and they actually go through their little conversations they have, and they're they're replaying or they're acting out the scenarios, um, it's pretty hilarious. All right, it's it's actually pretty entertaining because for one, I don't know what the crowd are saying, and two, though they like one will try to throw the other one off, like oh you're coming in too fast, but there's a no, better worse the pilot responds. Uh, we, we had some of those that would come to a homebrew shop, and it was just always it was entertaining. Entertaining. It really is. We're, uh, it, it's kind of funny as far as the aircraft traffic controllers are concerned. Apparently, they just had a huge hiring uh, extravaganza the last year, so we're getting all the trainees. So we're training them right. Training them right, yes. Proper way to lubricate themselves on their day off. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, not during lunch breaks. <laughs> exactly. Days off only. Yeah, we're talking with uh, Don and Rick from the Hot Stop, Hop Stop. Yeah, I don't even know what I just said, but yeah, the Hop Stop. I, I started drinking the Buffalo Bayou, the Double Buffalo, and that is a nice little nine point something percent beer that we'll talk about a little later because it's one of their releases they came out with. But um, it, it kind of just kind of snuck up a little bit, so <laughs> I think the show is only going to continue to get better. <laughs> But you guys opened up a year ago, and, and since you've expanded, after the homebrew shop shut down, you guys took over that, and you put a badass little piano in there, and you're going to do live music inside there, and then you have the deck. That's, that's going to be a great little area. Correct. It, 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 it's going to be a little bit of a music lounge. Um, you know, there's a few couches in there, a couple dartboards. Yes, we did purchase a piano that we happened to find at a random consignment shop. And uh, I'm sorry that my wife <laughs> happened to find it at a random consignment shop. The one and that loves antiques yes. and 
it's ironic because we had to have a piano tuner come out and uh, bring this thing back to life and come to find out it's dated circa 1907 to 1915. Little did I know, because I am not musically inclined, nor do I know what an antique piano looks like, but I just loved it. And um, it has the original hammers and all the original wiring. Uh, all the original strings. Yeah, all yeah. the original strings. And so this is going to be someone's favorite thing to play when they come in and sit in and jam with us on a you know just a random wednesday night so that should be fun should be a good time uh yeah i'll come up there i'll play some piano i don't <laughs> i don't really play piano but i can make noise chopsticks with the best of them for the win chopsticks <laughs> for the win i just take a quick break let's listen to the brooms and when we get back we'll talk more about the anniversary party over at the hop stop drink a beta stay tuned one two one two Troy Witherspoon from Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company is here to tell us about a new badass beer. We have Big Black Cowbell coming out on draft. About a week after that, you'll be able to find Bombers. Big Black Cowbell is a hoppy American stout. This beer may come across intimidating at first, but really it is enjoyable across a plethora of occasions. You can whip it out at dinner parties, your mom's birthday party, first dates, graduations, you name it. It's a Big Black Cowbell. This is Chris from Beers Looking at You, the newest craft beer spot in Clear Lake, Webster area. If you're coming down to Galveston or stopping by NASA, check us out every day, noon to midnight. You can bring in your own grower. You can pick one up here. There are 39 taps to choose from. We're half beer store. We've got everything from Houston, Texas, and beyond. Be sure to check out our live draft list on our website, beerslookingatyou.com, or through the Digital Pour app. Hope to see you soon. Thanks.
This one is hot and sizzling. We are back on. I am your host, John Dimon, and we have what's now Rick and Don from the Hop Stop. Later on, Roy and uh, Roy. Razul and Troy from Buffalo Bay Brewing Company is going to be here, and then the band, the Brooms, going to be hanging out. Badass band, check them out. That's what we were listening to in between the breaks. But yeah, right now we have the Hop Stop. Rick and Don up in Humble, Texas, beautiful town of Humble, Texas, where actually I was raised for a long time. Went to Elementary school, not far from there, and I, I, well, I did go to Omaha. I went to Nimitz High School, so yeah, yeah we were just on that side. It's a sleepy little town with airplanes flying over constantly. Whole lot of airplanes. When uh, like my mom, she still lives up there, but it's a North Lee Road in 1960 down there, and they cleared out the whole woods that was there, and now it's like a runway. And when you're sitting there, you're driving on 1960, the plane's coming to land on your car. <laughs> uh, it's it's kind of the coolest and, and not-so-cool feeling that there might be. Because yeah, we used to dr- go and park over by the runways and you know, hang out oh, there so and romantic. drink a lot. Cool. I it was great. I remember kissing out there yes. when I was a kid. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't let you do that anymore. So now you just kind of drive down 1960 and wait for it to happen. But no, they're hop stop. So you guys are doing your one year anniversary party, and that's coming up on the twenty eighth. That is correct. Twenty eighth, and so I know you have been holding on to a few beers, getting yes. ready to release during this. What, what's what are some of the ones you're looking forward to? Oh, uh, bourbonator. Delicious. Uh, that was actually bourbon for breakfast. I but now I, I think bourbonator may have just made the tap list. I yes, think it please. should. <laughs> if you're holding on to a keg of bourbonator. So, I, yeah, we, we're apparently we're going to have bourbonator and bourbon for breakfast. Batch one, <laughs> their very first one on tap. Lots uh, of prairie goodness. We're going to have some a few pirate bomb. My favorite panty droppers. Uh, we're going to have a keg of 2010 Real L Sisyphus on tap. Are Ooh, we going to are we going to define panty droppers? Days. Which I, I, I thought you were talking about the prairie beer because prairie can drop some panties. Oh yeah, yeah. It yeah. certainly can. Most all of our beers are gonna be dropping some panties. Yes. We well, we say buy condoms, take an Uber. Uh, it's gonna be important that day. What if I don't wear panties that day? <laughs> then what happens? <laughs> You're totally welcome. Well, that is totally acceptable. Yes. and yeah. I may bring my my camera. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so you got some Prairie, you got some B-52, a couple of excellent beers from them. We're going to have a keg of Bishop's Barrel 14 on tap. Uh, we'll have Brash, You've Got Red on you on tap. Um, gosh, you're putting me on the spot here now. I'm trying to remember my list in my brain. Uh, we'll have uh, So Happens It's Tuesday from the brewery. Um did I mention we're going to have a seven-year-old keg of real El <laughs> Sisyphus on tap? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to that, that one. We're going to have to leave I a couple at, of surprises. I looked at the keg dawn date, and it's literally going to be seven years and seven days old when we tap it on the 28th. So, I, lucky seven. It seems like man. if you poured a seven-ounce pour of that, then there, you, you're going to have good luck for the rest of the year. 
There you go. I believe I'll be ordering glassware tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, triple sevens. So, yeah, we're looking forward to tapping some really awesome beers. Uh, We're going to have a couple of different bands perform on the deck that day. We're going to have Random Mojo as our headliner, uh, do a lot of rock and roll covers, a lot of fun party music. We're going to have a wonderful, super talented local couple, Matt and Michelle Gabaldon, that will perform early in the day. Uh, they do some original music. They play some covers. He plays acoustic guitar. She plays the fiddle. They make beautiful music together. I'm really looking forward to that. And then we're going to have our good friends at Double Back Barbecue, Sling and Q all day long. So what, what, what's the time frame of this good little party? We open at noon, and they'll make us close at 1 a.m. So the, the customers are going to decide what time we close that day. <laughs> And I don't know. We've spent some really late nights on that deck, and I believe I even saw the sun come up from the deck before. Oh. Yeah. I haven't experienced that one yet. I one time fell off the deck <laughs> and ended up in the hospital. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. It was one of those where, in my mind, uh, there's there's a light pole that's right, yeah, and I was leaning. Convenient light pole. I was leaning towards the light pole, and somehow I missed, and ended up on the concrete <laughs> in the parking lot. Oh. At oh, least that that's was, my story. That is that the, why the, the deck, deck is there now? Yeah, that's why the deck is much larger now. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> you a bigger landing spot. It was one of those where I remember sitting there, and then I opened my eyes, and my wife's like, yeah, he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Mama knows best. Yep. So, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a good time. I'll, d- I'll definitely be out there hanging out with you guys. Um, uh, I know that you guys put all this, a lot of information on Facebook. So uh, is that Correct. the best way to get all everything? Uh, the best way to get a hold of us, yes, the Hop Stop Humble on Facebook. Or you can go to our website, thehopstophumble.com, and you can find all the links to all of our social media. Uh, we are, are now have switched from our previous menu provider to Untapped. We're now a verified venue on Untapped, so you can find our live beer list on the Untapped platform. Uh, so you can kind of pick in advance what you want to drink before you show up. All right, Don, real quick. You have to explain the Duchess of Dank because that, that, that can be taken several different ways. But at least in the beer industry, it can still be taken several different ways. <laughs> Well, there might be a double entendre there, um, but originally uh, we were trying to think up names for our business card, and Rick was the uh, minister of beer, and I am a lover of IPAs. Uh, the dankier, piney, resiny, the better, and it just kind of came out um, perfect to be Duchess of Dank, and that's kind of how it all came out, and I was like, I love it, let's print it. Let's do that thing. So, And now the our irony behind that is when we first got into craft beer, I loved IPAs and spent six months feeding her taste. Or a year. Watching her curl up her face and say, I don't like that. Yeah, originally I, I really did not take to IPAs. It, it was a long, arduous task. But one that I persevered through, I originally said, ooh, if I want grapefruit in a drink, I'll just drink a, a greyhound or a salty dog. And it wasn't until Real L's uh, Four Squared graced my lips. 
and I started to appreciate hops and they started to resonate with me and after that I the doors open for my palate and that's I think that's how it all began. And now nothing is hoppy enough. No, exactly. can't get too hoppy. <laughs> when people bring me, a lot of people, since we used to be next to the homebrew shop, a lot of people that brew IPAs in the local Atascacita, Humble, New Caney, all those areas, they know me, they know what I like, and they actually bring me their beers to go, did I do it? Did I make it? And so... <laughs> did I get the dank approval? Exactly. <laughs> well, bleep. Appreciate you guys coming and hanging out. Looking forward to the anniversary party, uh, January 28th, Hop Stop and Humble. Everybody come out there, support these guys. They're doing great things up there, and always a pleasure hanging out with you. And we're going to have to have you guys on again to where we can just sit around and just, just actually talk beer for a little while. That would be fun. Yeah. But Rick and Don, thanks for coming on. We're going to take another break, listen to some more brooms, and then when we come back, we're going to have Razul and Troy from Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Stay tuned. Our brewing company up there up in Conroe is making another badass beer. Heather is here to tell us more about that one. So upcoming, we have the uh, third release of our new Art Hand series, um, which, if you're not familiar with, involves uh, us pairing up with a local Houston artist to design a special, unique label for our can, and then we put a unique one-off beer in the can. So third installation is called Half Nelson IPA. So this IPA is half Nelson Sivan hops from New Zealand and half mosaic, so it should be pretty citrusy, floral, delicious. Um, and then on the can, we have our in-house Southern Star associate actually designed this can. His name's Keith Amador, so he did a really cool uh, luchador wrestling half Nelson design. So uh, pretty excited about it, actually. That, that's going to be available in cans and in drafts, so you can find it all over Houston and actually a lot of other places. We'll have it at uh, any local HEBs, Kroger's, uh, major grocery store chains, bars, uh, Drink of Ages Pub, I'm sure. <laughs> so check us out. Hey, we're down here in Dickinson, Texas at a new winery and cider company, Duo, and we have the owners, Craig and Raquel, hanging out. Tell us about your company. We have over 20 varieties of wines from our family vineyard. We currently have our Rodeo Star brand hard apple and cherry ciders available on draft and 16-ounce cans with more delicious varieties on the way. We are open from Wednesday to Friday from 4 to 10 p.m., Saturday from noon to 10 p.m., Sunday from noon to 6 p.m. Check us now on Facebook. Venha nos visitar.
Drink of Ages, we are back on, and now we're hanging out with a couple good friends of mine from a pretty little badass brewery in Houston, Texas, Buffalo Bay Brewing Company. We have Razul Zaranfar and Troy Witherspoon Howdy hanging John. out. I got the names right this time. Hey, Earlier in the go. show, I made you guys into this beautiful Hollywood couple, which, you know, in my mind, you actually are. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's Trazul. Trazul, yeah. I mean, it's, I think <laughs> that's... Trazul with that. <laughs> I think that's better a, than what Bosley calls me. He calls me Razal Ghoul. <laughs> I don't think that's a compliment. I'm not sure exactly where that name would come from. What? I'm not sure where that name would actually come from. Are you I mean, kidding? I'm just, I, we're on radio, so I was just trying to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, you guys, you guys, uh, about to celebrate a big Cinco de Mayo, well, not Cinco de Mayo, but five year party, five year yeah. anniversary coming up five uh, years yeah five years and this time you're going to do 55 beers no so we've done 56 beers in our first five years it's a lot of beer what's that that's a lot of beers no it's not enough there were 60 months in those five years i don't know why my team has been slacking off (laughs) well i could tell you i mean i could drink a different beer every day so and my my number should we do you guys should be a lot higher beers every different there are some times when I go down, there are 10, 10 beers on tap. I'm like, meh, I don't know. I really miss this beer. And Ryan's like, we haven't done that beer in two years now. I'm like, yeah, well, let's bring it back. And that's why we got Double Buffalo right in your face. And that's why you can't pronounce our name. <laughs> it, it honestly is. because uh, <laughs> We actually forgot about that beer. We, hadn't, yeah. we haven't done it in, what, three years, four years? Is it year, year three? Three? Yeah, year three. So... I don't know, honestly, it, well, other than when you drink several of them, you might forget about what happened the night before and get yeah. that little beer amnesia. Yeah. But, uh, man, this, this double buffalo is fantastic. Yeah. DJ Muscarash can't get enough of it. It's it's not a good decision because it's just as drinkable as our 1836, but it's 8.9%, which makes I, I, for some good yeah. decisions. I have found my favorite beers. Decisions. Yeah, range between 7 and 10% are some of my favorite beers out there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I like them because I, I think what happens in these smaller beers, right, is you don't really get to explore all the flavors as much, right? With this one, you get to dial everything up. And, you know, sometimes it gets a little bit off balance, but it's kind of fun, you know? Well, it's pretty pretty badass, man, you guys. When I start thinking about, like, the radio show, we're about to celebrate the four-year anniversary. I know. Of it, which is shocking enough. It's insane. In its own way. But, uh... But yeah, man, you guys, I remember coming to the brewery for the first time. I remember coming to your show for the first time. I, I that's and, and, pretty and, fuzzy. Yeah, <laughs> y'all, y'all, had, y'all had like an interview lined up. You had actual formal questions. Now, yes, at that you time. You know, actually, I hadn't thought about this, but my relationship with John Demon is a little bit kind of like, uh, you know, a relationship with a pretty girl, right? Or I, like I feel like I, I used to be the pretty girl, right? Like at first, it'd be like, hey, so I'm scheduling it out a couple of months in advance, and uh, I've, I've prepared for the interview, and here are all the notes. Kind of like, you know, taking a girl to a nice steak dinner, right? Now, I get like a, a drunk text message, maybe 12 to 18 hours in advance. He's like, say, girl, you want to come up on my mic? Booty call. <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's, it's a radio version of a booty call. Yeah. 
You know, but that, that's the love of the community that we're in right now. Yeah, it's, it's just a, that's, that's, that's the, the appreciation of each other's art. I don't think you even showered either. I want to get another hot dog. I, guess I, more I, I was wiener. thinking about your hot dogs before coming here. I even re-upped my prescription of Valtrex just so I could get your wiener in my mouth. <laughs> I think your sound guy just died. Yeah, he might have. Does he have kidney problems? He's on the floor. Is he, does someone have a medic? Medic! I think, I think, I think it's a, I, it may be the third double buffalo. I think he's got a pretzel that, uh, in might his have, nose. have something to do with it. Did someone know the Heimlich? <laughs> No honey licking, man. No honey- I know it's radio. radio. So back to uh, this anniversary party. Yeah, hey, so, five years! Well, actually, yeah, five no, years no, no. and I haven't gotten arrested. So TBC actually has a decency and a moral clause. Like, you're not allowed to own a brewery uh, if, if, if you're not of sound moral character. And I think, like, you know, if, if Vegas were bookies, right, and you, and you were to, if, if you go to the Vegas bookies, right, and you would just sandbag all the different ways that we would go out of business, right? Cash flow, that's a long shot, you know? Not being able to sell the beer, that's a long shot. Uh, sexual harassment charge against me by a male employee, paying even that, money. That could happen, yeah. Paying even money right now. Yep, yep. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> and then, and well, then, I mean, there's all And then GABC uh, enacting the moral clause, right? They, they won't even take that bet. The <laughs> Buffalo Bayou Polar Bear Club. <laughs> that was a good night. <laughs> we won't get into that too much. But wasn't that at an anniversary party? That what was at a uh, the carnival. Okay. We did it two consecutive carnival years. We did the po- yeah we did the polar bear contest. Oh, yeah. One year it came to, like I think it was me and I think it was Ike actually, and we just uh, we just called the truce because we got bored <laughs> another year dude, dude fell asleep in the, in the cold box because he, he was drinking we that so what i didn't tell anyone before we went into the cold box was that for the people who were doing the polar bear the polar bear contest we had uh, an unmanned all you could drink keg tapped in the cold box of whiskey barrel a gingerbread stout and so to, to warm you up, because nothing, nothing warmed you up, like a little bit of whiskey and gingerbread, right? Well, no, it's, it's pretty awesome, though, because uh, I've known you guys for, for quite a long time, and, and to watch, watch how much you've grown in not only just, just with the beers that you're, that you're making, but just, just getting it out there and the styles of beer that you make. I mean, it, Thank you. More Cowbell is still one of my all-time favorite Thank beers. Thank you very much. Ever. Like, most drinkable beer that I have that I then my go-to but um like, like five years man there, there's so much that I would imagine have ch- has changed and ideas that you had then that you don't you know that didn't work out some of them worked out and now you, you come up with other game plans and uh actually we need to take a break but when we get back let's, let's talk about some of these things man because sure. five years when you have the perfect game plan you know it never is perfect nah Never is perfect. All right, Dream Agents, we'll be right back.
Sam's Wake and Bake from Buffalo Bay Brewing Company is one of my favorite beers that's being made around Houston right now. Delicious. And Troy Witherspoon is going to tell us more about that one. Yeah, Sam's Wake and Bake is our Sam's Daily Cream Ale. Uh, it's 5.8%. Sam's Wake and Bake, uh, we take Temperado Espresso Coffee Beans from Amaya Coffee Roasters. Uh, Madagascar vanilla beans. So this beer has a beautiful coffee nose, finishes soft like vanilla, and uh, still clear like uh, that beautiful Sam's Daily Cream Ale. Hey, good beer drinkers. This is Garrison, the head brewer of Spindle Tap. If you're digging IPAs these days, you should definitely try our new West Coast style IPA Hop Gusher. You're going to get a lot of dank tropical notes from the excessive amounts of Amarillo, Citra, Mosaic. We just started canning it last week. So come pick it up fresh from our brewery at 10622 Hirsch Road. You can also get it freshly poured at Drink of Ages Pub. Also look for it at your nearest grocery store soon. Check us out at spindletapbrewery.com. Drink of Ages, we are back on. I am your host, John Denman, and we're still sitting around Drink of Ages Pub, drinking some delicious Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company's Double Buffalo with Russell and Troy from Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Howdy again. And not only are we drinking the Double Buffalo, uh, Figaro. You guys just bottled Figaro. Yeah. And which is one of my, another one of them. I mean, it's just, the, the beer is just fantastic. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Figaro, it's one of those beers that, 
Yeah, it really doesn't have a, a brew schedule. It, it gets made when Russell's stash runs low because uh, it's his favorite beer as well. It was supposed to be out on my birthday this year, but Ryan messed it up. <laughs> Way to go, Ryan. Not that I'm holding a grudge or anything. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, uh, that's what I'm drinking. Uh, it's uh, amazing. 11% Belgian quad, beautiful Turkish figs. Um, what did you say you went through 15 different figs uh, that yeah. you, before you found you know, just I, the right I, one? I, 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 well, I didn't go through any of them. Ryan did them all. So I, sure. I, I must say, Ryan didn't mess it up. Our yeast salesman messed it up. It's a very specific yeast strain that we do just for Figaro, and it was like a six-week delivery rather than a normal three-week delivery, which postponed it. But, yeah, no, did you know there are like, I don't know, 10,000 different types of figs or something like that? And you can only pollinate one fig with a very specific type of fig wasp. So it's not even just like, oh, fig wasp. There's like every single fig is only pollinated by one specific species of wasp. So... It's kind of a interlocking part sort of thing. But, yeah, no, Ryan went through everything he went through. Texas figs, he went through green figs, he went through Mason figs, and then there's just uh, imported Turkish figs. Uh, so literally the most expensive fig. And so, you know, it, it was hilarious, too, because before the first batch, he's like, hey, man, these are really expensive. Do you want, me, do you want to look at the invoice before I order, order them? I'm like, no. No, I don't want to see it. We're doing the beer. I don't care. I don't care how much it costs, but I definitely don't want to see it until after we've sold the entire batch because I know we're going to sell it out, and we're going to be good. Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a fantastic beer. It's one that, that I look forward to every time you guys, every time you guys make it. Not because, yeah, I, I probably couldn't tell the difference between a Turkish fig or an East Texas fig or an Alabama fig or a Russian fig, but uh, that the fact that you guys put that much interest into this beer is well, pretty you awesome. Have to. You have to. I mean, you know, I, you're seeing a lot of people, you know, really venturing into adjuncts uh, where they hadn't necessarily ventured into playing around with these ingredients before. And, and you always, what, what, what always kills me is when you see like a, a one note sort of thing or or, or some of these kind of short-sighted decisions, right? But when Ryan's in, embracing an idea and he's really getting after it, I mean, he's trying. Like, for instance, our, our, our with the F, which has basil in it, right? You know how many types of basil there are? There's Italian basil. There's French basil. There's Thai basil. There's Texas basil. We ended up going with sweet California basil. But every single basil is just a little bit different. And, and then we round it out with lemon we rounded out with a couple of other things too, uh, and 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 it's not just about that one note. It's about bringing it all together. But you know, even even uh, gingerbread sour, cinnamon, nutmeg, ginger, cloves, right? You know how many types of cinnamon there are? Oh, you know, gosh, so we yeah. we use one cinnamon for surprisingly a ton, a ton of types of cinnamon. So we use yes. one cinnamon for gingerbread sour, and then Saigon Sunset, we use Vietnamese cinnamon. It's a very different. Cinnamon. Sweet cinnamon. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. And and Troy's a chef. I mean, he, he can speak about this way better than I can. But it really is super important to take uh, uh, every single product and just you got to understand all the different ingredients and you've got to you got to really get in there. Yeah, absolutely. I know I was getting so excited when you know when I was walking through the brewery a couple of weeks ago and saw uh, you know it was in the evening the the PM brewers are coming in. And the figs were coming out, and they were starting to cut up the figs. I was 
just had, getting ready to head out and go do an event. And I was, oh, Figaro's coming, man. And, and you just see these figs are so beautiful. They're, they're dried. They lay them out in the sun on these huge terracotta plates. They bake in the Mediterranean sun. All the sugars come to the surface and caramelize. Just gives you those beautiful layers of sweetness. Amazing. I can sit and talk figs all day long, to be honest <laughs> with you, at this point. But let's touch on the uh, anniversary party. Yeah. That's, that's coming up. Five years. Uh, just, Razul, what what's the most surprising thing that you've seen in the, in, that, that you did not expect? The, that, like, the like, what's what? one thing that, like, over the last five years of something they are like, that is completely not what I had planned, but this is how it worked out? Well, you know, well, first of all, it's just ridiculously humbling, right? Like, 1830, Ryan hates when I say this, but, like, 1836, I mean, we, we, we made that in my bathtub, man. Like, and now people are like, it's ridiculous. People are talking about it like it's, like it's a thing or, you know, all the new breweries that are opening up and, and they, they, they listen to what I have to say as if I know uh, just even one thing in the world, which I don't. <laughs> I, think, I think if there's one thing that's, like, really surprising, it's that... Uh, even after five years, like I still feel like I don't know at all what I'm doing, and like super, super scared a lot, you know. But like, I, I disagree with that because I think you do a great job. Well, well thank you. And I wasn't fishing for compliments, but I, yeah, I figured yeah, out no, I figured no, out the right way to explain my paranoia, right? So it, at the very beginning, you know, January 27, uh, 2012, it was just me and Ryan, right? He made every single beer. He did everything up to putting the beer into the cold box. I took it out of the cold box. I got it into customers' hands, right? And I, I like to say, back then, we were one mistake away from being out of business by the end of the day. And, and now, I'm like three mistakes away from being out of business in like six months. So it's like not nearly as stressful, which is really nice, you know? But, uh, but we, I mean, we've seen everything at this point. Well, man, yeah. Love you guys. Uh, congratulations on five Thank years. Looking oh, forward to the, the next five years. Whatever it is. <laughs> it's always a good time having you guys on the show. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, look forward to seeing you guys at the anniversary party. And I will try my best to get to at least 30 of those beers. I don't think good I'll luck. make all 55. but You have to have a game plan. You got to go in there yeah, with a plan. Yeah, you got to come with a plan. Get, the, get the, the map of the park. Stay up the night before. You can time everything out. You can make it happen. You just got to remember, ain't Paris in the 40s. You got to have a plan or else you're going to get steamrolled. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you can find the beer list on Facebook. I know you guys put it out there. Buffalo Bay Brewing Company, all that good stuff. Russell, Troy, always fun to have you guys hanging out. Thanks so much. Always Thank a you. pleasure to be here, sir. And when we get back, we're going to have brooms hanging out with us. And then uh, if you're here, you get to listen to them play live. So you should be here. Drink of Ages. Stay tuned.
All right, Drinking Beaters, we are back on. I am John Denman, DJ Muskratch, the producer, hanging out. And now at the pub, sitting across the table from us, we have Brooms. How are you guys, man? Everybody's listened to you, so everybody's has tuned in through the whole time. You know, I've heard your songs during the break. Uh, you guys are playing some some nice little music. It's not something that you hear a lot on the radio, which actually is appreciated because if, I'm not gonna lie, man. Houston radio has taken a complete dive, and I, I was I had hope with Boom 92, and then once it shut off, that once they killed it, there's just really no radio anymore for music in Houston and so listening to you guys I was like man we need we need bands like you to, to be aired and and now granted 91.7 does a good job they do, man. They yeah really do. but I mean that's because of the nature of, they've, they've always been like that though. but what's their market right now I'm not really sure but yeah supporting the local music scene and this and that let's talk about uh I don't know why I just went on a little tangent just then. I think it's beers, beers. But so no, like like your music, uh, it's yeah. You, you kind of classify it on Facebook, you know, like pop punk, horror, this and that. But I mean, you have keyboards, you got drums, everything. Man, it's just I like your sound. I think I think it does it does real well, and with with the the vocals on there fits very well with the type of music. Well, thanks, man. Um, the whole reason for it is uh, we started out a couple years ago with Hillary wanting to play more um, of the stuff she was doing kind of as a solo thing. And um, I, I think the whole idea behind it was really mostly her, and she can probably elaborate on it, but it was uh, the whole juxtaposition between dark themes but with a happy kind of upbeat pop sound. So... At the same time, yeah, it's it's uh, it's upbeat and it's pop, but it's not pop music. It's still got the rock element and the punk punk heart to it. Well, that's, that's when uh, I think that we were sending a message back and forth. You're like pop punk. I'm going, man, it's not. Uh, I don't classify this music as pop. Uh, it's strictly like pop punk because it, there's a whole different genre exactly, of, of not what I typically listen to. But uh, with you guys, man, that that's that's in. This might be kind of weird to say, or I don't know if it's right, but there's not a lot of female vocalist-led bands that you know that I really like, and for whatever reason. And I mean, I can name some some specific artists I like, but but you guys, man, Hillary, man, you pull it all together very nicely. Thank you. Um, so you guys are working on a debut album now. We've been working on it for a while. We've been working on it for a while. Um, I don't know when it's going to come out. We're just we're doing home recordings now, trying to get everyone together, finish recording, and then we'll be able to bring it out for everyone. But you already have you, you guys written. I mean, how many songs at this point? I, Twelve songs, maybe. Yeah. More than that. But yeah, but they're like I started out with a certain theme, and then as I continued to write, it turned into other themes. So. I kind of want to decide, do I want to go back and finish the theme of the first album and make that one album and just make a second album, or do I want to put it all together as one? So. Are we making multiple albums? Probably. It's going to be a like double vinyl release it's all kind different. of thing? It's all from different, The, I mean, just the way I wrote the music, it's just, there's different reasons for each song, so they don't, you can't really classify it into one album, I guess. <laughs> 
It's interesting. I mean, because um, like I said, you have keyboards, so yeah. that's, that's something that you don't see a lot in bands today. Right. It's keyboards. So whenever uh, you guys are figuring out songs or writing music, do you, do you come up with the music first on some of the songs, or do you come up with the lyrics first and then write the music to it's the lyrics? It depends. Half the songs that I've written have been uh, dreams that I've actually had based on weird stories that I've heard. So. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll have like the idea for the song in my head, like a visual, basically, kind of like, I guess, a music video already in my head. So technically, I write the music video before I write the music. And then um, I will sit down with the piano and write the melody, and then the words come. It, but then there's other songs where I write the words first, and then we write the music. But it's usually the piano's first out of everything. So, I mean, you probably have a pretty big imagination then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know how to describe my imagination. Uh, there's a few of them. <laughs> When you, when you dream, do you dream very vividly yes. and act them out yes. and walk around the house and talk a lot? Some, I used to, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I used to. I used to walk around, crawl around, whatever. <laughs> the what? <laughs> no. What was that? But a long time ago, um, Hillary, like five years ago, Hillary would have these, uh, these dreams that sometimes she would wake up and she would she would wake me up and say, "Hey, you know, there's somebody in the room with us, and he's he's in the corner there." And then, when, you know, of course, that wakes me up immediately. And um, she's kind of like, "Oh wait, never mind. I w- I'm still dreaming. It's fine. Just just go back to bed." I I do the same thing, uh, where I, I, I dream very vividly, and I've had dreams where. Uh, like it scares my wife to death because I'd be like, yes. "Be quiet, be quiet." She's like, "What? What are you doing?" I'm like, "They will hear us." <laughs> yeah, and and one time I was pulling barbed wire off of her, and so, yeah, I stand up a lot and I walk around. There, do the same thing, yeah. But I've never actually tried to write music before yeah. to to put these dreams in on paper and put music behind it. Yeah. So that's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. What was the craziest thing that you've seen her do though while she's sleeping? Um, God, this was. About five years ago, we had just started dating, and uh, we decided to start kind of staying at each other's places, and she... she Taking it to the next level. Yeah, we were just yeah, you know, yeah, getting yeah. a little more comfortable, and she, um, she woke me up and said, don't move, there's... Oh, man, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think of it, man. I, I want to say it was some, something crawling on the bed or crawling in the room. Whatever the case was, it was like this... This thing crawling around, and it, and it was coming to get her. Usually a dark shadow. A dark shadow was crawling in, in the room. I actually ended up writing a story for it for a creative writing class, and they, they got mad at me for it. <laughs> they thought it was too, uh, they, they thought if it's going to be surreal, it has to be like out there surreal, like like way more than I had. And I was like, that's just, the, that was just the truth, you know? So. Yeah, but that's that was, exactly what, ha- what happened. Yeah. I mean. And I don't know if it was, you know, the craziest one for me because it was so early on in the relationship. Or yeah, maybe the most shocking yeah, at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Like now, now my wife will be like, John, lay your ass back down and go back to bed. And I'm like, no, I've got to fight him. Yeah. Like, no, you're not fighting anybody. Go back to bed. So uh, lucid dreams. Uh-huh. They're good. But no, I really, I really like your sound. I think you guys are making some great music and looking forward to the debut album. What's the best way? I know you guys are on Reverb Nation. Yes. Uh, SoundCloud? We're on SoundCloud, Reverb Nation, ma- mainly Reverb Nation and Facebook. So, yeah, we, we promote our Reverb Nation through Facebook. Yep. Brooms Band. Mm-hmm. Brooms the Brooms. Band. I, I think on, on Twitter we're Brooms. Uh, Brooms the Band. Yeah, something like that. And, um, 
We don't have an Instagram, but uh, I guess we need to start doing that too, huh? Yeah, you know, you, you, you can get caught up doing all the social media stuff or just be like, hey, man, this is where you find us. Yeah, just, yeah. Just, yeah. Place find us on easiest. Facebook, one place. <laughs> right. Yep. All right, I appreciate you guys coming and hanging out at the pub. Uh, let's. You need another beer. Yes. I think. Uh, I guess it was the Oktoberfest. Yes. So, <laughs> get some more of that, and then listen to you guys play some more music. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Drink of Ages. Want to thank everybody for listening to the show this week. You can tune into all the old shows going to iTunes or DrinkofAges.com. It is sponsored by Buffalo Bay Brewing Company. Go out and get some Sierra Nevada Tropical Torpedo. Uh, also, I know we're on ESPN, so everybody's already congratulated uh, Jeff Bagwell for making it to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. But just one more drink of ages. Like, congratulations. That is badass. Come by the pub. I will buy you all the beer you want, Jeff Bagwell. Talk to everybody next week. Everybody be safe.